Hey, welcome back to the Legion of Renob. This is your Dungeon Master Clark, and I have great news. The episode is saved. All the parts are here. We're going to go ahead and get playing in just a second, but a quick announcement before we get into it. This was formally announced on all our social media, but I'm going to do an official announcement here. Winston, your favorite cat man and the half-elf rogue, is making a comic, or has made a comic, for you to enjoy called Rex Radley Boy Adventurer. Much in the same vein as Johnny Quest, and still just as fun with a little bit more modern sensibilities and that classic Winston humor. So I absolutely suggest you click the link in the description of this episode and go kickstart Rex Radley Boy Adventure. Get out the link there. The Kickstarter is officially ending on February 18th, so you have just a few more days to publish with our friend Winston. If you don't, that's okay. Still support Rex Radley through their adventures. I'm sure there will be a link in order for you to find the right place to purchase Rex Radley. Okay, that's it. This one goes out to all my valentines. All of you out there listening to this episode are now my valentine, and I'm going to be showing up to your house and demanding a box of candy and a dozen red roses. Haha. <laughs> okay, enjoy this episode of the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, The Legion of Renob! Starring Winston as Benson Muffins, the Kitling Alchemist, Tony as Plick Pluck, the Kenku Sorcerer, Chris as Murdar, the Elven Eldritch Knight, and Bobby as Cranwell Amelnio on the Cleric Bard. Hope you like it! This is the Legion of Renob. We're back at the Clark Ark. Clark here Ark. With the, Clark. Here with the boys. We we somehow managed to all get together, and we're gonna we're gonna figure out what's going on. So, if you guys could kind of tell from the last episode, you guys have, uh, as the Scooby Gang would say, a little bit of a mystery on your hands. Amnesia. Uh, Clamnesia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and discuss just real briefly what this mystery is who would like to start us off I can yeah go ahead uh, so we came across an arc and there was a fellow in a yellow shirt who asked if we could s- if muffins could spare a moment of his time this is very important yeah, he's the one who fucked us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Muffin, Muffin said yes, and then we all woke up an hour later. Hour question mark. Mm-hmm. To, and uh, uh, what was just that two? To, to uh, elaborate on that point, you didn't wake up so much as you just it, time just continued for you. Like your eyes yeah, didn't like it. fly open. You were just in time front of the boat, and us. then you were in the courtroom. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Uh, Muffins is... We wake up in a courtroom uh, attempting to prove that this judge is corrupt, etc. 
except we have no memory of wanting to do that. Muffins is stabbed by an assassin and poisoned and de slowly dying. Murdar is covered in blood, having murdered a bunch of guards. Yeah, what an unusual circumstance. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's really the mystery I want to solve. Uh, Cramwell has a has a fake goatee from a theater company. Mm -hmm. And uh, Plick Pluck has a hump, his hump removed, that we learned he went to a back alley doctor to get removed. Am I missing anything, guys? That's pretty good. I, I believe Plick Pluck is getting his hump back, though. Yeah, it's going to grow back <laughs> with time. We did, we did find that. We have a lawyer on retainer for three hours. Mm -hmm. His name is Kangaroo. His name is uh, Prosecutor Rick. Prosecutor Rick, and we are currently using him to sue the... Uh, a demon whose moniker is Tim Turner. Tim Turner. Yes. We are suing Tim Turner because he stole an hour from all four of us, even though only Muffins said yes. yes. So, uh, stay tuned for this high-stakes legal drama on Legion of Red Ops. <laughs> 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 theme song. I think that's most of the clues you guys have so far. Uh, one thing that we did not mention uh, was in regards to uh, the mildew. Uh, the doctor mentioned that Plick Pluck was covered in mildew, uh, which is not a very common thing in the desert. We he did. said you might be able to find something on the lower decks. That was the other clue, and you learned that there is a goatee theater company. Oh, uh, one more thing we learned. Uh, may or may not have happened. Kill you might be around. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that now. I yeah. don't remember that. <laughs> yes, there's a big confusing scene where Murdar put on Kill You's helmet as a disguise, but <laughs> someone already pointed out Kill You was around. I swear, I could have put on anything and somebody would have been like, Oh, the the bag monster is around. Oh, it's you. I got a and similar everyone, feeling. And everyone hates you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> what? I feel like... Yeah, if, if I, I was like, oh, oh, uh, I'm perpetrator is a uh, seven foot Kimmy tall uh, man in shining night-night armor. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you won't be able to tell him apart from other people based on his seven foot tall stature or armor, but, you know, you gotta really look close at the head for the helmet. Yeah. So are we on our way to the bottom of the boat? Or were we... Oh, we didn't go to the theater company yet. Yes, I believe you guys Oh, no, were, we're in uh, high stakes law action. What am I saying? We're suing them. <laughs> yeah, Don't so at the end of the episode, last episode... I believe all the characters committed ritual suicide. Yeah, you all died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you successfully uh, got past uh, Tim Turner. We're just call him Turner. Turner is... Excessively drunk. He's sort of a doughy, average-looking guy uh, in a yellow shirt. He's not like wearing a massive amount of watches or anything ridiculous. Um, no yellow hat. No, no yellow hat. You did successfully sue him, and he agreed to a settlement. Uh, he says he's going to give you someone else's time. I like it. It better no. Before we sign this fine print, I'm going to have my lawyer see whose time it is. I know it's not even me, but I don't want them to take my time. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly they all get an hour and Muffins just skips ahead and drops dead. <laughs> yes! So, you guys are all currently in this room with Turner and Rick. 
And Rick looks at the contract, he's like, Well, I, I don't think it's gonna kill ya. I believe he's just taking time that's normally wasted. From- Oh, so it is from me! It was from all of you. Wait, hmm. what? What? Everyone wastes time, so what he did was, he took time that was wasted from you. No, you might that's not my concern. My concern is where's he's getting these hours he's getting giving to them. Yeah, well, I suppose we could use a bit more of an explanation on that. Turner, you are- my clients have requested uh, some legal jargon from you, and uh, you are obligated to comply as per the rules of the contract, so tell him. And he's like, Ugh, fine. And he stands up, and he shakes off the beer, quite literally, um, and suddenly he's sober again. Well, fellas, Here's how I work. If you waste time, you are eligible for your time being stolen and used productively. So, if you find someone who wastes their time even a little bit, they are susceptible to my magic. We saw you in the bar a couple of minutes ago, would you not consider that wasted time? Of course, I am welcome to waste my own time whenever I want. And I'm not susceptible to my own magic. Well, I'd like to waste your time. <laughs> How would you like to do that? <laughs> He's doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a trombone. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> uh, well, I, I feel like you're not getting my question. <laughs> you're wondering if you take someone's time if they're going to die. No! No. <laughs> you said... As part of the- as part of our law agreement, these three fellas, the- the plaintiffs, are each getting someone's time, correct? Correct, and you get to choose the person who you want the time Thank of. Thank you, oh. that's the question, I choose yeah. you! Yeah, we all choose him. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he's got plenty of it. Wastes a lot, too. I hate to be well, the wet sock here, but he did say he cannot use his magic on himself. That's true, but if you believe that using my time in that fashion is your best course of action, I can comply, just not mm. in the traditional sense of my magic. Hold up, I'll Mr. See. Demon Fella, hold up! <laughs> Guys, right now we have basically the ability to make someone forget three hours. Fifteen <laughs> minutes each. What? You stole an hour! True. But as per the contract, you need to read the fine print. Okay, we'll Counsel a lawyer. Counselor Rick, read you did not tell shit. us this. Uh, he looks at the contract, he takes out a microscope. And he goes, oh, I'm a shitty lawyer! <laughs> well, guys, I, I guess he really pulled the wall over my eyes this time. We didn't sign anything! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we do not agree to the contract. I did not roll the sign. Well, boys, you're going to either comply with the contract or our business is done. Well, council <laughs> So fucking lost. Time to sign it. This is ridiculous. This is like lost. It makes about as much sense. <laughs> sure, whatever. Okay. 15 minutes. Cool. So we have four- we can make someone's mind be erased for 45 minutes. Essentially, you don't- you cannot make the person do something that they don't want to do. So- I want to murder people? Like, trying to make someone in good and happy health kill themselves, it's not possible. We're not doing but, anything dark like that. 
They well, just like I want to lay something out here, boys. You cannot fight against a, what a person wants. So if something, what a, if a person wants to do something, fellas, for instance, we could steal something from a person. Like we could walk up to him and say, "Hey there, I'm Muffins, and I'm taking your family heirloom. Have fun being tied to that chair." And they won't remember in 45 minutes. I, I don't know if I would tell them that much. It sounds like it sort of spoils the entire plan. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. <laughs> hey, I'm taking your family heirloom. <laughs> to give this to you guys mechanically, and I'm gonna go ahead and spare myself this explanation and character. Right now, each of you have 15 minutes. You can use this 15 minutes on someone and make them use their time productively for you. Do I have to do this now or can I do it whenever? With the restriction being... You can do it whenever. They can't do something dramatically opposed to their... Their their base nature, correct. Okay. But it could be something pretty wild as long as it's not like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the world's your oyster yourself. as long as it's not like completely against their character. So, like, making a priest go on a killing spree, for example, would be difficult. Unless he was an evil priest. Seems right to me. (laughs) Yeah, it's just logic. Well, alright. Wait, do I get 15 minutes? Yes, you do. Alright, so the lawsuit wasn't a a total loss. I'm still definitely not recommending him to my friends. I feel like uh, we're getting, uh, you know, something more than nothing here. And I'm sure, wink... The time will arise, wink, when you're so <laughs> useful. <laughs> oh, man. Alright. So, if you ever require my services, you speak my name. Turner. What? Call me, I will arrive, I will use my magics, and their time would be yours. But until then, I'm gonna go get shit-faced. <laughs> we solved the mystery. Alright, yeah. fellas. Alright, guys. <laughs> 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 so we have to leave the boat now? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Alright, do you guys want to go to the Goatee Theater Company to investigate Cranwell's fake goatee? <laughs> or the bottom of the boat to investigate the algae that affected uh, Plick Pluck? Mm, well, we, mm, we know, Clark, uh, mm-hmm. this boat's just like a settlement, is it not? This boat is a city in itself. It is. But it's, like, stationary. Yes, it is not moving. I'm just wondering, uh, I guess, what's the benefit of us looking into all these weird happenings? I mean, unless we're going to, like, attempt to prove ourselves innocent. Right now we're wanted in the city, so maybe we do have to prove this judge is corrupt, and hopefully all those guards were also corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> all those dead... <laughs> well, we can Fingers maybe we can crossed. frame them. All right, um, fear, fear enough. We can yeah, go I'm to a looking into whatever, whatever you know, either one. And don't forget, boys, the reason you came to the city in the first place is because Sherry asked you to. Sherry asked us to. I would never have agreed to that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like us. <laughs> yeah, actually, I just decided who I want to take time from. <laughs> so, Sherry said that while on your way looking for shrines, 
to attempt to find and find out what's going on with the pegwigs. Uh, the pegwigs are generally the people who patrol the desert, and it's they are the desert's protector. Uh, but recently, they have gone missing. Everywhere you've been, you have seen barely any besides the port town of Kimshi. Ah, I see. Oh my god! Prove Wait we're a innocent, second. and then look into this. <laughs> well, I, I don't think we need to because I think I already solved it. Yo, mm-hmm. we're on like Pegwig's Ark. Like they're, I feel like they're trying to escape, and we're on like Noah's Ark of Pegwigs because we've been seeing them all over this boat. Well, this is their city. That's an interesting thing. Right. I mean, I, but they're, we're on a boat. Yeah. So Turner you think they're like trying to escape? Suspect here. I mean, he could be involved with what's going on overarching, but he could just be like some dick who's screwing us over, and then there's something else happening. Yeah, we don't was, know that, that yet. That was interesting. Why? Why did Turner use your time? What for? Who for? Big yeah, questions yeah. to be answered on Legion of Renob. This mysterious mystery arc. That's going to go super well, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Bottom line is we need more information. All right. And, well, Chris, what were you saying? Okay. So, now we're looking at the investigation of pegwigs from other places, but not right here, right? No, this is their main city, and it seems like something's going on here that's preventing them from being the wasteland protectors that they usually are. Clark, how much of that is accurate? That is pretty much it. But they're all on this boat. Which may or may not be related to Turner. Alright, yes, but we why are they on the boat yet. not patrolling the desert? Because yeah, they're exactly. about to get flooded. And it's Noah's Ark. Can we just ask one? <laughs> they, they know more than we do. <laughs> uh, currently we're wanted. We could probably interrogate one, but it'd have to be secret. Oh, uh, I'm best at that. I have stealth points now. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, how about we go to the bottom of the boat, and if we encounter, or er, let's go to the theater department, because it's on the way, and if we meet anyone, uh, maybe we'll ask them politely. Interrogate the hell out of them. Yeah, let's beat up some actors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so dice. we go to the Goatee Theater Company. All right. So is that magical camera on? <laughs> You guys head back to Deck 24. Deck 24 is where the Goatee Theater Company was, which was uh, nearby to several inns and taverns. So you head towards the Goatee Theater Company, and I assume... I'm going to run under the assumption that you're using your disguises, unless you tell me otherwise. Oh yeah, I got my gnome hat. Uh, just, Just for the sake of time. Yeah. Yep. So... You guys head to the Goatee Theater Company, and there you can see as you enter into the tent, uh, it's not showtime, so there was no ticket takers or anything of that nature. Uh, you enter into the tent, and the backdrop of the stage in front of rows and rows of pews uh, looks to be a an industrial city of some sort, uh, set in stone. And above it, you can see a sign that says, Welcome to Waterdeep. Hmm. And uh, you hear behind the stage, uh, there's murmurs and and hurried speech, and it sounds like people practicing lines. But currently, no one is in the main sort of theater area right now. Uh, Cramwell, you wanna... You're the theatrical one amongst us. You wanna speak theater to these nerds? Maybe get a clue of where you got that facial hair? Good thinking. 
Uh, I approach the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> you head to the back of the stage, and as you enter, everyone sort of shuts up as Cramwell gets in. And one thing is instantly apparent is that your goatee is not unique. There are tons and tons of these goatees. As a matter of fact, every thespian here, women and men alike, are wearing the goatees. And you're approached by a middle-aged woman dressed in fanciful purple garb who comes up to you and says, Where have you been? Oh, you know how, uh, us acting types are. Sometimes the stage is our world and sometimes we drown ourselves in a carton of beer. Where have you been? We've been here waiting for you. We're about to get Tech Week started and by Tech Week I mean... We've got around three hours until the play starts. Your understudy's been practicing for you this entire time. And you see, uh, over in the corner, you perk up a mini Cramwell. Looks like a halfling. He's like, Man's gotta eat! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow, he nailed it. Wow, that guy sounds fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my, that's my inner monologue. <laughs> I would hate to be like him. <laughs> Are you ready to play the parts? Do you want to go through the lines one more time? You seemed pretty ready last time. Yeah, no need. I'm good. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> well, wonderful. Uh, our Lord of Waterdeep has arrived, everyone. And everyone starts clapping smallly. Oh, we are supposed to be playing in front of the big wig himself. King Dowd, you remember, right? So, I hope you've been practicing. Oh. And my inner monologue continues, uh, I gotta uh, stop drinking so much. How are his limbs healing up after, uh... <laughs> I also have to start drinking twice as much. After a bizarre dragon face again. <laughs> Some way to get through all this. <laughs> yes, oh, of course I remember the uh, agreements I made when I am normally lucid and sober. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> what what a normal statement to make. <laughs> <laughs> what a the lucid and sober statement to make. <laughs> well, you have your part ready. Do you need another script? It looks like you've lost yours. <laughs> he has the lines memorized. He just said, "Let him go. <laughs> let him. Let him rip. <laughs> let him. Man's got to eat." <laughs> The man's gotta perform. Uh, so, let me take that script. You know what, I'll, I'll take a peek at it. Alright, so she hands you a script, um, and your part is highlighted. You currently have the starring role in a play uh, called The Missing Millionaire, and highlighted are several, several lines. Um, the character's name in the play is uh, Lord Cramwell Emelnuon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it is a contemporary piece about a Lord of Waterdeep who has recently gone missing. Wow, this looks- <laughs> my, my inner monologue continues. Wow, this looks really boring. If promise <laughs> the future, I roll it up and stick it in my pocket. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. Muffins, Muffins uh, moves from backstage and sits in the pews. He wants to see this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So, uh, Cramwell, currently they're starting to get together to practice the performance. What do you do? Guys, I gotta, I gotta stand out back and have my, uh... <laughs> My, my, my ig ignoring people I hate being around. I have to go smoke out back. I have a tobacco addiction. <laughs> Man, don't tease the audience. I need to hear this musical. It could be the next Hamilton. <laughs> and you hear Minnie Cramble go, hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, please don't be too long. The play's starting very soon, and... You were kind of a last-minute addition after the last Cranwell went missing, so... Uh, please hurry back. Well, you know what they say. The show must go out that door for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a t-shirt. <laughs> and, and I go outside so I'm not forced to uh, rehearse. <laughs> I, I would not oh, Bobby I would not make you do that okay. oh. well, I hope he has to do it just like Improv now Yeah He insisted he knew the lines oh, and, it's, man. And, it's, and it's assumably Cramwell's life so he knows the story I don't think he does <laughs> No he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's a nice sunny day in Waterdeep, isn't it, Cramwell? No, it's rainy! <laughs> and I'm not Cramwell! I'm well, Cram! You idiot! Man's gotta eat! <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, okay so uh, this raised more questions than answers. Somehow Cramwell showed up here... And uh, they were missing their lead actor, and he became their lead actor. So we got no answers, and now we have a missing persons, which is the Cramwell actor. Anyone want to go to the bottom of the boat? No, 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 no. We're in about the center of the boat. <laughs> oh, I, I want to walk up to that actor chick in my moose helmet. Yo, if yeah, I'm performing this play and Dowd's there, you could call Turner taking Dowd's time. And get us all pardoned. Ooh. Eh? Is that in his eh? nature, Ooh, though? That's a smart decision. I like it. Would he want to do that, though? That's a uh, good that's question. Is <laughs> it within his base well, nature? At a certain point, there's got to be something. If anybody's going to convince the party god, Dowd, to party down with the Boner Come. Legion, it's going to be Cramwell. <laughs> hey, who's that? Who are those guys? <laughs> the Boner Legion. Uh, I like that name. Okay, boys, new podcast name. The Boner <laughs> Legion. How do you like it? <laughs> I think it's a little, be, a little aggressive. Uh, what if we just, like, flip the letters around so people didn't know us what it said? Yeah, so it's not offensive off the bat. Like, like you could tell a friend about it. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not, I think like, that's a fair thing. Legion. Knobber Legion. Knobber so, the legend of Renob. Murdar, you walked up to a woman wearing a moose uh, helmet. What I do best. And Chris, what Chris does best. Okay. That's him at the furry convention. Yeah. And I'm like, would you like me to take the role of Cramwell Malibar? Uh, she looks at Cramwell, uh, Cram the door Cramwell just <laughs> exited door, through. Yeah, He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to get, cut to Cramwell trying to climb out the small window. <laughs> Mm, you are 
good tree material, we could probably <laughs> fit you in somewhere. A talking tree, yes? And <laughs> yes, she gives you two branches and nods as if looking at modern art. <laughs> Clark, I don't know if you heard, Chris smacks her with a branch. <laughs> <laughs> why? I, uh, is that the Dio's prerogative to ask why? <laughs> yeah, to a certain degree. <laughs> uh, like, well, Chris so- looks at his notes and uh, <laughs> reads the script. Man's gotta eat! <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, on second thought, maybe more a rock <laughs> or a boulder. All right, give me a rock to hit you. I mean, to act with. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, she hates you branches. You just smack her. She's like, fine, rock. <laughs> she does not. <laughs> be demoted. <laughs> yeah. Not fired or I anything. I thought this was Lord of the Rings, where the trees hit everyone. <laughs> we are not like part of trees. that copyrighted right. material. Yeah, we d- we can't get the rights to it, <laughs> uh, sir. If you're if you've got nothing else, uh, we're going to start rehearsing. <laughs> sorry, I, like how she just rolls with this. She, she's in uh, master of improv. She's just like, like imagine like Leonardo DiCaprio walks up, hands a guy a branch, like oh you can be a tree, and the guy just smacks him across the head. And I'm like, well, the show must go on. He replies, <laughs> yes. Yes, and? <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> Improv is the future. Uh, okay, um, yeah, so I'm in the audience. Uh, I assume Plickpluck is in the audience with me. Is the show starting? <laughs> the show's not starting for another three hours in which they're performing in front of Dowd. Well, oh, well, I meant the rehearsal. Oh, sure, yeah. I want to hear this, uh... This bomb. I'll, I'll go ahead and perform a few, uh, and then and then you guys leave the performance. It was really good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, just hit just hit the emotional high notes, and we'll all react accordingly. And Bobby, who is assumably the lead actor, he has to bounce off it. He's uh, he's not here. He left. Oh, I okay. He uh, he did successfully escape. No, he just walked out the door. <laughs> oh, I will I th- be back. okay. I thought it was like to a back closet. What? What, Bobby? I will be back. Like right now? <laughs> no, in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you not rehearse? Do you just do it live? Oh yeah, live shows are right. well, in the future. You know what? <laughs> well, Bobby Cramwell, what are what is your plan? Do you not want to act? Do you want to act only in front of Dowd? Or do you want to get out of here? He wants to wing it in front of Dowd. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's I would love one. that, to be honest. Alright, we sit around for three hours. I really hope Clark has, like, the actual script written. <laughs> He's gonna have to read every other line. <laughs> uh, well, well, the mysteries have yet to unfold here, but you guys technically can wait for three hours. Um, so you you start waiting? You're just you're just chilling, guys. Do we really want to wait for three hours? We only got kangaroo. I mean, you know who? You know who? For only like two hours, he got us know. one hour, and that fucker took four. I don't think we need his services ever again. Yeah, I Te- agree. Technically, you just took one hour of time in general, but four hours from all all of you separately or something. Yeah, he took four hours. True. And we and we got one back. We got like 15 minutes back. Bullshit. He took one hour of each, and then we got 15 minutes apiece. Add, I'm adding it up. I'm saving a little time. That's good. Okay. So, so 
How is this place start? Oh, so are, you are literally waiting three hours. Dear lord. Yeah. Okay, Muffins, um, within the first 15 minutes of hour number one as you're waiting on the bench, roll me a constitution saving throw. Cramwell, heal me. We'll roll a constitution saving throw anyway. I got a 17. I feel like what's gonna happen is we're gonna do all this, have an amazing play, time time stop, or chaos control down. He's like, like, oh, down doesn't want to do that. And or waste if his translator won't even be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Muffins, you take six damage. Poison. Okay. Okay. I don't care if it's the last thing I <laughs> do. I'm seeing this play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another half hour goes by. Uh, Muffins, roll me a constitution saving throw. How long is a short rest? Uh, ten minutes is a short rest. So you heal? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use my hit dice then. Sounds good. So you sit there for ten minutes. Can we just, like, amp it up to, like, however much damage Winston has to take? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just skip to the end. You can say I'm down or whatever. Then we'll just um, come back up. Uh, Muffins, at this point, uh, your innards are liquefying. Muffins, one minute's <laughs> gone by. Roll constitution. Cramwell, heal me! I'm, I'm out back. You have to come to me. <laughs> <laughs> I go out back. Muffin drags himself outside. <laughs> I, uh... I use, uh... I use some this... kind of healing on him. <laughs> <laughs> this is our cleric. <laughs> I didn't have it prepared. <laughs> I only have to turn undead. I'll be okay with dying if I can see this play. <laughs> Well, it's been nice well, knowing I... you, little buddy. <laughs> Dude, put on the performance of your life for me. <laughs> I'm gonna use healing touch. Why is it that you know so little about your class? <laughs> he never uses. He just says things. Oh no, I'm gonna use cure wounds. There we go. God, God. <laughs> Which is also a healing touch. Oh boy, he is going How to be getting back. Uh, nine hit points. Okay. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna use it at, uh, uh, another- I'm gonna use it as a third level, so you're gonna get... 19. Ooh, alright, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> alright, you- you're one of the lucky ones, cat boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know it! Now break a leg out there! <laughs> you too. You too. Does the- does the play start? You thought you could kill me! No, you have to improvise a three-act play. <laughs> oh, there's supposed to be a sense of urgency to your literal body killing itself. And you like, shouldn't put quickly. it in a magical fantasy world where someone can heal me with a word. True, but it's progressively getting worse. You're, you're getting more damage as time goes on. We're all gonna die one day. Oh. Well, I mean... There, there is that. There's that narrative element of a, of a ticking clock, but at the same time, I really want to see this play. This is kind of a, another narrative element, uh, like a Chekhov's gun, where you show people preparing for a play. I think I'm going to see this play. I mean, we could do other things. <laughs> you have those three, three hours, hours to spend, and you still have at least one mystery to solve. <laughs> All right, yeah, fellas, really... to the bottom of the boat. <laughs> all right, he let's just comes back in the door. <laughs> I finished uh, off all my cigarettes. <laughs> I'll be back in yeah, five minutes. I'm going to get some smokes. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Gosh, this, this poor cast—they've been putting yeah. through so much. 
<laughs> All right, let's let's go to the bottom of the boat. We go there. Yeah. So uh, you go there. You start heading down, down and down and down, uh, past a more residential area uh, where you see essentially housing. Looks like whatever was here sort of ha- had that Noah's Ark feel to it at one point, where it was creatures were being kept. Um, and the, really, the smell is still a little bit there. But you go down the boat, and the, it's past the penguin pigwig housing, and eventually you get to the bottom. Now, there's two ways you can go here uh, in regards to the map. There is a way that's to the west of where you're currently standing down the stairs, uh, which is partially in sand, like your feet are currently touching sand, and then there's the higher part of the boat, which is currently what's labeled on the map as the unstable area. We should punch it. So now you have a choice, or you can do both, or neither. I was covered with, what, was it algae or was it soot? Mildew. Mildew, which (laughs) is even grosser. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Do we have copies of this map, like, in character? Yes, you do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not one to trespass or nothing, but I would imagine if some crazy stuff went down with this mildew would happen in the area specifically told to us not to go to. Hmm. Everyone, roll me a perception check. And the unstable caution area is quite clearly labeled as danger do not enter. I critically failed. Guys, I think we're supposed to go in there. <laughs> Are we supposed to roll? I got a, <laughs> I got a seven. <laughs> you can tell that this area is not very well trafficked from... <laughs> not 20. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Murdar. Yeah. Uh, can, you can I specifically th- look for I got a net twenty my own footprints? Damn. You guys can tell this area is not very well trafficked. I need a net twenty for that? <laughs> you okay, no, Murdar, you can see recent footprints of what look like massive metal boots leading to the west. Kind of look at my own boots and see if it's that. Like yeah. nighty night boots. You check. It is. Okay. Well, that that. Yeah. Followed by drag marks and a little bit of blood on the east. <laughs> uh, you can see Kenku. I assume you're not wearing shoes. You just have your talon like claws. Be correct. Yes. Oh, wait, so They're we going towards the unstable caution area. It makes enough sense to me. So, and the the mer- the nighty night shoes were headed towards the sandy section. Yes. Maybe it'll give me my hair back. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about we go? T- yeah, towards the dangerous section because Pluck Pluck assumably was there before. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So you guys head into the danger section, and it's labeled correctly. Uh, as soon as you enter, this is probably the most decrepit part of the whole boat. The wooden floor creaks beneath your feet, and there's no lighting in this whole section. Uh, there are what looks to have been a floor here, but it's mostly collapsed, leaving two straight, long wooden beams that get you to the other side. Below is darkness, from what you can tell, and jagged, broken wood sticking up. Mm. So, it's going to be some D&D to get on across here. How are you guys going to get across this pit? I fly. 
<laughs> I use my dragon wings. <laughs> Not this time, motherfucker. Uh, simpler time. <laughs> I say something derogatory and fly across. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. Those were the days. For real, dog. Um, how are you guys getting there? How far- so, sorry, so how far is the gap? The gap is a good, I'd say, 60 feet across, with nothing but a uh, dragged wood between you and two very narrow wooden beams. On the side, there are wooden walls that lead upward and over creating a steady wooden roof above where you are. Well, uh, hold on. Well, assumably the plick pluck is the lightest. I have my spider climb slippers. Mm-hmm. I, I walk up the wall and put plick pluck on my back. Does it hold? Sounds good I to mean, me. Yeah, sure, why not? You could try. So uh, that is going to be you carrying a medium creature as a small creature. Well, I was I was testing like before I walked over the pit, just walked up the wall. Oh yes, yeah, of course. See if I it didn't snap my ankles or something. You know, little dude, I could just wear your fancy slippers and we can do this the other way around. Oh, you're ever so smart, or <laughs> Murdarkin. <laughs> oh, we can just slip them on the Murdar's big feet. <laughs> Murdar, uh, put on my dainty little slippers. I, I. Crush them in my gigantic feet. <laughs> oh, just like no. on the tips of his toes. <laughs> I assume they magically adhered to his they feet. Do, they do grow to like fit you, but I like this better. <laughs> it's like two little pieces of magic stuck to the bottom of your shoe like an old piece of gum. Does it work? Okay, so now Murdar is wearing the slippers of Spider Club made for a cat. They basically fit on one of his toes. I affix muffins to Murdar's back like a backpack. Murdar attempts to lift muffins across the gap using the slippers. Should I roll for that? He was affixed? How was he affixed to your back? Tape. Pluck, a lo- rope? I just put him over his shoulders like a, like, a, like a piggyback ride. I'm gonna go ahead and say Murdar's base strength is enough to easily lift muffins. Probably. <laughs> I break my back trying to lift a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very dense. <laughs> what are you made of? Rocks? <laughs> He's like wriggling around too. <laughs> Making it awful. Me! Me! Hold <laughs> start. So Don't I, touch my belly! <laughs> so I lift him across. Can I just lift everybody across? Okay, uh, now I'm across. Now, if you bring Crammel over uh, and leave us, I belly. will eat him. <laughs> <laughs> Not this again. Oh. So now you're lifting Crammel. Crammel and Crammel and Plickpluck are medium creatures, which That's I will really check for. Um, he's. We wouldn't be mounting him so much as we would be carried by him, if that makes sense. Right, yes. But I will need an athletics check to see about the fucking science of carrying a person up a wall, like some sort of two-feet spider-man. Some sort of man-spider. I got got 23, Clark. Is that science enough for you? Yes. Chris, what's your strength score? It's a lot. Is it, uh, it's a lot. Is it 20? Plus, plus four, and I got like is it, a... What is it, 18 or 19? 19. You have a belt on, don't you? Like a special belt? No, that was one of the options, but he picked the Intimidation Cloak. Oh, Which is way better. <laughs> what's your strength score, 19 or 18? 19. We're doing the math now. 19 times 15. Yeah, why are we doing the math? 
he can carry 285 pounds. That's why. Worst case scenario, he can come back for Cramwell. Cramwell's like 400 pounds soaking wet, let's be honest. <laughs> up. And I'm always wet. <laughs> All those cigarette sandwiches. <laughs> you just gotta put some ham and cheese between them. Alright, so you, you did some D&D. That was good. And you head over the... The fucking, uh, the fucking pit there. Now you're on the other side of the pit altogether. Unlike, uh, season two of the eight-door dungeon where you just had Mizzou go over by himself. <laughs> we remember how interesting and in, intriguing that was. Fan favorite. <laughs> that one fan. <laughs> it was just Andrew. Specifically the fan that talks about... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, can't bleep no. the name now. Not in the episode. We'll bleep it again, don't worry. <laughs> Shout out to our main this. man, Renob whatever on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Look who we follow, you'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> he really loved that Misato episode. <laughs> He's like, Ted Cruz, fuck you, you're going to hell. Also, I like that Misato episode. <laughs> I wish Andrew talked more. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, so he has two passions. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tech I'm a simple man. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you guys head on and you a pit of sorts. I take my slippers back. Yeah, you do. They're a little stretched <laughs> out now. <laughs> a little less comfortable. You reach a pit that is uh, lit from a single torch that's hanging from the ceiling. And downwards, you can see that Kenku footprints lead to a spot uh, in this pit that's currently in the sand. Atop the sand, there are several other sets of footprints. Looks to be all the same or similar creature of giant cat-like paws. Uh, seems safe, I mean. <laughs> uh, as long as it's not an alligator, eh? You anything to get me out of that show? <laughs> yeah, how come we didn't finish the show? It seems like you, me and Plickpluck came down here and I became gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a theory. That's a theory. Can I, can I do an investigation or a nature check to figure out what kind of creature made the steps? Yes, you can You can roll me a, a natural nature check. I got an 11. Nice. You can tell that it's not your average-sized cat. It's certainly nothing from the natural world, like a saber-toothed cat or a, a lion. Looks to be at least twice as big as a lion. Can I make an arcana check to see if it's any magical beasts that I know? You can. Uh, let me take a roll here. Uh, we're gonna roll, we're gonna roll, and we're gonna get a... 420. 25. Alright. Pluck. you know what this is. It's from the genus of a sphinx. Because we're in the fucking desert. Bitch. It's one of those <gasps> sphinxes. What? Why? Why? Uh, a sphinx. One of the big old guys with the, the human head that asks you the questions. Oh, my uncle. Yeah, yeah my uncle was a sphinx. What? <laughs> It makes sense to me, because I'm a cat. <laughs> I meant because my uncle asks a lot of questions. Oh, wait, they do have a human head, so maybe me and Cramwell are related. I'm the cat half, and he's the human half. Now, in this scenario, am I Jamie Lannister, 
Hey, you're the other guy from uh, God's. I'm Game. Chadwick Boseman. Right. From, yeah, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm Black Panther, and yeah. you're uh, Jamie Lannister in right. Gods of Egypt. Uh, yeah, Cranwell <laughs> can be the uh, the blonde kid. Yes. Um, Electra was one of them. Oh, yes. Electra was. Uh, and then if we. If we can't solve this riddle, we'll just start yelling out answers. It doesn't matter what they are, we'll just keep yelling. Uh, freedom, love, uh, hope, hope never fades. Tomorrow? (laughs) All good answers to riddles. Clark, is it safe to say that sphinxes are generally not violent, or how much do I know about sphinxes? Uh, In Tony's stash, you know that sphinxes, sphinxes are often looking for like just to murder us. Yeah, they want to just kill you outright. No. Sphinxes often seek intellectual games of chance for answers because of how much they enjoy them and how bored they generally get. Muffins, uh, this seems kind of like your arena, being the smartly learned type. Oh boy. I thought that was my arena. <laughs> I mean, you can go ahead and try too. I mean, you know, it kills one of us that's, you know. I, I was elite. champion of the trivia team back in Magic College. <laughs> uh, I, I step into the pit. Into the pit. All right. You step into the pit. I fell into the and pit. And two glowing eyes appear from the edge past the darkness. And into the light steps a massive cat creature. Might be kind of intimidating for how small you are as also a cat. But with a human-like face. That's the uh, Sphinx. It is a... <laughs> it is wrapped in, I'd say, what sort of looking for? Not pepperoni. Sphinx-like garb. Regular yeah, Sphinx. like garb. No. It's wrapped in red flowing robes, and it appears to be the woman variant of Sphinx, a gynosphinx. A gynosphinx, which sounds Every just the worst. I go to my A vaginosphinx. A gynosphinx. That should be funny. Everyone's laughing. I, a, no, it's a, mostly me. It's mostly you totally. come to a podcast called Legion <laughs> or Renop, you know what you're getting. It is a gynosphinx. Um, oh. And she looks at you curiously and tilts her head slightly, uh, and a big smile goes across her face, and she's like, You're not the bird. I can get him for you. Oh. God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Muffins, don't you have, you know, that spell that makes you look, you know... I currently look like a gnome. It'd be a whole thing. How how did I disguise myself? Did I polymorph myself, or did I... Are you, uh, are you you Catwell? No, you became Old Sam from my campaign. Did I polymorph, (laughs) or did I disguise Kit? I think you polymorphed. I think I polymorphed. Or how long that spell lasts? Four hundred years. Enough for the fiction to work. <laughs> yeah, really. Ah, <laughs> uh, so hello there. Hail and well met. Up to an hour, so I could technically have recast it. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, I really don't want to burn another spell slot. Um, just put on a mustache. <laughs> whatever. Here I go. I dispelled the polymorph. It's okay. Yeah. So the Sphinx to your hail and well met presents a little bow. Well met. Tell me, where are you from? I am from... I give muffins... Originally or by extension? <laughs> I'm... Woods of... Ah, 
Yes, gnomes. Very small. Tell me, what is it you seek here? Answers. Yeah, I'll take answers at this point. It's I'll the take, main resource we're lacking. I'll take guns. <laughs> <laughs> guns? <laughs> she has she has Murdar M16. Muffin says experience guns, and let me tell you, he doesn't want to be anywhere near them. <laughs> answers I have, thankfully. Questions I'll guns. give. <laughs> no guns. Just just this clock, and it's mine. <laughs> Questions I'll give. If you correctly answer, then answers I'll return. Hope faith tomorrow. Guys, this is... Hope faith tomorrow, love, uh, uh, sadness, uh, everyone, nothing. The sky, everything, nothing. (laughs) Okay, uh, well, let's... Wait, hold on, can only I answer, or is... Can my team tag in? Team? And she looks up. And she blinks. <laughs> then we all fist bump and an explosion happens out of her. We're gonna run away. <laughs> it's very well. It's helicopter. <laughs> very well. Three guesses you'll get for each question I ask. An answer you'll give, and I'll be happy to provide. Are you ready? Yes. Very yes. well. Uh, and she begins to speak. I run through hills. I veer around mountains, I leap over rivers, and crawl through the forests. Step out your door to find me. What am I? It's gotta be the wind. I was thinking sounds, water. Sounds kinda like oh, wind. you said over river. Over rivers. Yeah, and over mountains, I don't think water does that. I think air <laughs> does that. Or wind. Wind's a good choice. You sure it's not bees? Um... Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow? <laughs> Time? <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically, time is time. Just... Metaphorically speaking, time does do all those things. <laughs> um, uh, all right. The, the wind. What? What? Uh, yeah. What if we uh, just spitball and say something? We're no, not wrong. It's, it's, shut up! It's the wind, <laughs> right? The wind. <laughs> it's wind. Is wind your answer? <laughs> Play yeah, sure. And say something. That's, that's guess number one. I shield myself from any pain that might be incurred. Uh, yeah. I have, so I have uh, shields and slots now. Boulders. Hit an NPC outside. Yeah, you're actually fine. Yeah, no, uh... She frowns, and she shakes her head. Uh, you- are you currently the bird man? Right now? Pluck pluck? Yeah, I dispelled polymorph. Oh, and she smiles, you say, Oh! Bird man, welcome back! No. That is not the answer. Guys, it's- it's not- it's not wind, guys. I'm out of answers. Is it tomorrow? <laughs> it must can you, be bees. Can you repeat it? <laughs> I run through hills, I veer around mountains, I leap over rivers, and crawl through the forests. Oh, it's a kangaroo. (laughs) (laughs) No, shut up, shut up! (laughs) Step out your door to find me. What am I? What goes up a mountain, but like, metaphorically? And she looks at you and she's like, think more literal. There's your hint. Was something going over a river? Mm-hmm. Leaping over a river. Step out your door to find me. <sighs> a frog. <sighs> I was thinking, like, land? Um, a bridge? Out? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that could make sense. Nah, because like, crawling through the forest doesn't make any goddamn sense with stone. Oh, I it could be. Yeah, it could be. Through hills, I veer around mountains. I leap 
over rivers and crawl through the forests. Step out your door to find me. Crawls through a forest. I guess I've kind of stones like they make a walkway. Uh, guys, do you think we can fight a sphinx? <laughs> <laughs> so far, the sphinx has made zero aggressive actions towards you. Well, we all know how sphinxes work. I'm a little strategic, and I can see that we ain't solving this. <laughs> Oh. Me, so a couple steps ahead is going to be guess two, no, guess three, no. Long, oh, I attack Let's let's think about this one. Yeah, I'm thinking step is the operative word, and like I think it has to do with the verbs, right? So you got one, yeah, you step, crawl, you crawl, fear, oh. yeah, Curry. what runs through hills. <laughs> Go. Is this, is this Sphinx blocking our path? <laughs> there is no path. That we um, know of. We, why are we even talking to her? I, We're trying she to get information. She has answers. Do we need it? Oh dear lord. Um, <laughs> I was thinking- you know, I don't think you need to solve a mystery uh, with information. I believe you can usually solve it without, like we generally do. With intense beatings. <laughs> yes. With my fists. <laughs> okay, I don't know, maybe stones, because stones can make bridges, so they go over rivers, they make footpaths and go through forests, they- Go Subtle I spell, know. I cast Detect Thoughts on the Sphinx. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> we should have done that in the first place. Well, yeah, well, we thought we could solve a first grader's riddle, and well, we couldn't. Wind was obviously the answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fingers crossed, we don't die. Uh, let me read that spell for you. Sure. I believe, yeah, okay. For the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures, cast the spell, and as your action on each <laughs> turn until the spell ends. You can focus your mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. Creature must that you choose needs to have unintelligence uh, higher than three. <laughs> Is it an enlightened sphinx? <laughs> Is it a, a really dumb sphinx? <laughs> and, uh, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what it's most on its mind and moment. As an action, I can either shift to attempt it on another creature's thought or attempt to probe deeper into that creature's thought. If I do, it does the Tony, same thing. Tony, I'm just going to go ahead and stop you here. I should have stopped you like 15 Let minutes me ago. I just want to check real quick So, here if it has you any, attempt uh, to read the Sphinx's mind. Papa mm -hmm. bless Gary Gygax, because... You can't solve riddles through bullshit. Uh, you attempt to read the Sphinx's surface thoughts, and all you get is a loud sound of buzzing scarabs as she gives you a look. And she's like... Yeah, no, Gary no. Gygax hated creativity. It says so <laughs> on his tombstone. No, but... Uh, <laughs> but riddles... See, riddles aren't supposed to have easy brain-solving answers, and Sphinxes are inscrutable. The Sphinx is immune to any effect that would sense its emotions or read its thoughts, as well as any divination spell yeah, that it refuses. Yeah, see, I figured there was something like that worth a try, though. I and will say stone! You know... <laughs> <laughs> Close. The spell sitting right next to Detect Thoughts is Phantasmal 4. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Close. I start, I start a... I start charging up uh, a firebolt, and Spike has, like, exhaust coming out of him as he lowers his head. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, it's close to stone. 
Deutschkohl. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'll give it to you one more time, boys. You got this. I believe in you. I in run Chris's through hills. I veer around mountains. I leap over rivers and crawl through the forests. Step out your door to find me. Like walkways or something? Like roads? Oh, you got it! It was beans. I'm a, I'm a genius! Oh! <laughs> yeah! It put in some air horns here. Okay, I'll put in one just or, for you. Or, here it goes. Or family feud ringing. <laughs> I'll do both. Uh, uh, uh. Alright. Now, what about those dwarven roads that go through mountains? I mean, I'm just. What a, next question. Fair is fair. You've answered my question. What questions can I answer for you? What the hell is this mildew shit that's all over me? How do you truly make a souffle? <laughs> who poisoned me? <laughs> we know who poisoned you. Well, we Wait, know how to fix it? it, at least. So the oh, ingredients yeah, that make a souffle are eggs, milk. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she doesn't answer Kreml's question. Oh, oh thank God. So, so you're the Sphinx? Yes. Really? Yes. You? Yes. <laughs> all right, all three done. Uh, she goes over to the uh, to a nearby pillar of wood. And she takes one of her cat-like paws and rubs down it, and she moves towards you, Plick Pluck, and upon the wood is a pretty thick covering of mildew. As a matter of fact, this whole place is covered in it. And she's like, you came to visit me. You wanted my help. You wanted me to dispel magic. Next riddle, I guess, because now I need to know what kind of magic it was. Wait, was it one riddle, one answer? I believe that was like three answers right there. To be fair, but we'll look at uh, like this. We'll give, it, give you guys a, an easy one. <laughs> She's giving us the funky mode because <laughs> seven, eight, <laughs> nine. Lightning round. What kind of ear cannot hear? Corn. The ear of corn. Yeah. As <laughs> <laughs> she throws away the laffy taffy. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the answer was road. Took me years to come up with that one. Years. <laughs> um, to answer the follow-up question to your first question, you wanted me to dispel the magic upon some sort of magical item placed upon the king of this realm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. That's some clues. It sounds like the king might be brain controller older rollered. Yeah, they're using a he must if he wants to see Cramwell's play. Which is probably something that we might want to remove before asking for a pardon with <laughs> a time stop. Well, fellas, it looks like we're almost late for that play. <laughs> 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 Alright, time to kill the sphunk. Thank you for listening to the Legion of Renown. Legion of Renown. Season 3, episode 45. The final episode. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to put that in the description so everyone would listen. <laughs> put a question mark after it. It's called marketing. Plan. Speaking of marketing. Winston has a Kickstarter for his comic. Just look up Rex Radley. 
on Kickstarter. Rex Radley, Boy Adventurer, available on Kickstarter till mid-February. Please support it. You'll enjoy it. Support your favorite Lenny today. Yes. <laughs> if enough people buy it, Chris will do a face reveal. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's true. A, that's a lie. That's not true. That's <laughs> with his social security number. <laughs> Um, yeah, so please support our friend Winston. I will have a link in the description of this episode uh, so you can check it out there. But please, please do it. Please. That's me asking. Winston's not that desperate, but I am. Oh, please. Oh, I'm ever so hungry and I need your money to make comics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next shout out. Uh, Winston, you want to do this one? Yeah, our good friend Matt Walker of the Good Comedy Boys became a $5 patron. Thank you so Ooh, much, Matt Walker. Nice. So you even got a cute little picture of him. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a long picture oh. of Matt. It's like straight up him. Hello, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, smell is quite Oh, flavorful. Bobby's really zooming in on it. Taking up his whole screen. <laughs> Hello, Matt. Wait, 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 you have to, you have to screen, screen catch that, and then s- s- d- discord it. There you go. <laughs> That's how okay. you screenshot things? Yep. I've been using the old down button. Okay. Um, <laughs> who are these two young women with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, do they listen to the show? Could they be listening? If not, you're wasting their time. <laughs> do you, uh, d- Tony, do you wanna, do you wanna do the next one? Uh, sure, it looks like we've got some iTunes reviews. Uh, iTunes reviews. One written in by Hellblazer says, I'm on episode 8 of season 3, and I'm pretty sure the cartoon Clark is thinking of with the anthropomorphic dinosaurs was Dinosaucers. I am not familiar <laughs> with this series. Uh, so who knows? Clark might. Uh, and then, I don't. then it goes on to list some of his favorite things about the podcast, such as Scooby-Doo, Vainy Darkness, The Mayonnaise, Murderous Glowworms, uh, and uh, we are hilarious. Yeah. Aw, thank you, Hellblazer. <laughs> thank you, Devilman. Let's see, uh, Scooby-Doo is Chris, Vainy Darkness is Tony, Mayonnaise is uh, Winston, and Murderous Glowworms is Bobby, so we really covered all our bases here. There's a character on Dinosaucers named Terrible Dactyle. <laughs> Johnny! I think I found my new rap name. <laughs> Any, does anyone want to watch this show for Patreon? <laughs> what? This is like bootleg the other one, which was already Extreme a bootleg. Extreme Dinosaurs? Yeah, which was already a bootleg of Street Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> which was a bootleg of Ninja Turtles. Which was bootleg Ninja Turtles. Which was bootleg Daredevil. Which was bootleg Batman. Oh my god. This Bootlegs next, all the way down. This next iTunes review is uh, from Fox Saint. Oh, hell, Mazzano! Five stars, January 17, 2019. Praise him in his silent glory! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fox Saint. And Fox Saint is a regular user on our Discord, and they are great. <laughs> Fox is a saint. Thanks, Fox Saint. Um, he writes Tim in regards to his fan fiction. <laughs> Winston and the others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the original name of the podcast. It only got one out of five votes, though. (laughs) (laughs) It was weird that it was Tony, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was it. Thanks for reading. 
That put a huge smile on my face. This might be a few days ago for you guys, but Tim sent Chris fan fiction. The fan fiction was just uh, a, a podcast named Scooby Doo is a much better name for a podcast, and that's it. And a picture of Scooby Doo wearing sunglasses from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And Maybe it's not so funny to everyone. <laughs> it sounds like Chris enjoyed it, so I do. <laughs> Uh, this next one goes to Mr. S-Dragon. Thank you so much for your continuous support of the We are seeing that you switched your pledge and raised it to more money so I could buy more Turbo Graphics games. Thank you, Mr. S-Dragon, and I hope you have a good day. Also, thank you, Prince Harry. Prince Harry K. It's just regular. Okay. Regular Harry K. This became a $5. Patron. That's so lazy. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, Harry. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Harry. Hey, right, Tony, you got the next one. Yeah, I'll take the last one because I have the context. Uh, I got a five dollar pledge by Curtis. Oh, that was almost as bad as me. Uh, well, Curtis wrote us something, so I could just yeah. <laughs> on that. Uh, he says he has finally caught up. Hey guys, love what you're doing. I have never seen the use of pledging to a podcast, but I love yours so much I had to join hey, to get yeah. that sweet, sweet content. Time to finally hear Tony Stash and more. Also, he Potty spelled D. it like way better than Winston spelled it. It's Potty spelled P O D D Y because it's a podcast. But, yeah, but this is a triple pun now. Yes, <laughs> he's going pod like a like a cat's paw, a podcast, <laughs> or a, a Scooby Doo paw. Yeah, P A W. Because he is a dog. No, he's not a dog. He's a small man <laughs> in a dog suit. <laughs> he's Commander Stern, as we established in the latest video. <laughs> uh, and Winston. All right, uh, our last one. We have uh, Damien is here on Twitter, oh. was tweeting all of his favorite D&D podcasts, tagging them, and listing, giving a little description on why he loves them. So he'd say, like, they have great chemistry, they have great world building. <laughs> now Damien got to us. <laughs> Damien just tweeted, the Legion of Renob. Shudder. <laughs> why were his favorite <laughs> I don't, I don't like that he... I was talking to Chris about this, that we're, like, dangerous. Yeah. You don't want to like us. <laughs> That's exactly the reason why you have to. Not because we stole people's genitals in episode two or three. <laughs> totally different. Thank you for listening, Damien. Yeah. <laughs> honoring that we're on the list. This might be one of my favorite reviews of all time. Shudder. But as long as you enjoy it, it's okay if you shudder. Like, I have many podcasts that I absolutely love that if, like, my headphones got unplugged at work, I would quit my job. No, no, no! <laughs> this is one of them. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that has been episode 45 of season 3 of the Legion of Renob. Uh, delete your search history. <laughs> keep it floppy. <laughs> That's right, we yeah. had two votes, and they both said to keep keep it floppy. Oh, God.
Alright, you take half damage. Just a moment while I use my dice rolling app because I don't have my dice. Because I'm a fucking scrub. Scrub Lord Supreme. Well, we all can agree on that. 